for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. On a beautiful, rain-washed Saturday morning. Welcome to my house, Rosie on the house. I'm Rosie, here with my son, Romy, co-host of the show. My wife, sweet Jennifer, who will screen your call if you'll give us a ring and you'd like to participate in the show. The number's one 767 4348 my wife got really smart, and she said, let's find a way to make that easier to remember. It's one triple eight, rosie 4 u Rosie, R-O-S-I-E, the number four, and the letter U. one triple eight, rosie 4 u Puts you in touch with broadcast headquarters. We've got our broadcast engineer, Mr. Gary D., making sure all the gauges are set at the appropriate location to get us an accurate broadcast sent back out to you. And we've been having a good amount of fun this morning. We talked about exploding galaxies and stars with Dr. Sky at 7 o'clock. A, a glass planet, styrofoam. Glass styrofoam in the aquaponics section with uh, Chris Gardner and Greg Peterson. So we're going to talk now about your home. And it's, it's all about your home. And if you're in Arizona... You're in a very, very good place. Arizona homes are poised to hit a new record in this coming year. Okay? So we're in a great position, and we're in much better position than we were back in the early 2000s, 2006, 7, 8, 9, leading up to the Great Recession. Because there's more demand than there are units to satisfy the demand. And we're going to see prices going up. Uh, you're going to be able to take a look around and decide, is this the year to maximize uh, my profit potential and move up or move laterally or, do, or downsize, whatever you want to do. But to do that, you got to make sure the house is ready to go on the market. So in this week's article... We talk about what do we have to do to turn your house into that neighborhood head turner, that one house on the block, people walking or driving through, stop and say, wow, I wish mine looked that good. So we brought in some special guests, Mariah Griffin from Marvell Masonry. Mariah, Hi. Uh, thanks How for joining us this morning. Thank you. And, and your experience on front yards. Talk to us a little bit. I have a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I work for Marvell Masonry. I'm the executive account manager there. And I work with, I support all the major landscapers in the Phoenix Valley, uh, as well as dealing with homeowners and architects and designers. I kind of have insight, all the builders. I know what everybody's thinking and what everybody's doing and uh, have a lot of ideas. Mariah, in your driving around, the neighborhoods in helping the contractors installing uh, various designs and meeting with homeowners and stuff. What turns your head? What catches your eye? Um, it's right now linear. 
everyone is doing the linear designs and they're very modern, very different. Um, you for historically, we always had the typical three piece pavers, the ones that we've seen over and over again. But now people are branching out. The manufacturers are making very modern larger format pavers, just different colors, more grays and, and, and colder tones. And so when you're driving around and you see this modern tech, modern architecture and these beautiful linear pavers, it, it, it's very striking. It's, it's a hugely manicured look. Yes. Very uh, clean and very, sharp lines. Very clean. And to me, and it is a head turner. I, I will turn and look and admire it. Uh, but for Rosie, I like a little bit more of the homogenous. Yes. Uh, I like my house to look like it just landed in the middle of the Sonoran Desert with some, some greasewood over here and, you know, some Ocotilla over there. Yep. A mosquito or two here or there. Got to have the wagon wheel somewhere. Got a wagon wheel. <laughs> uh, but a lot, a lot of that is just my nature. Uh, that highly linear look. And I like it. It it. it it's handsome, but it takes work. It does. It does. <laughs> it's it's not the normal installation. Uh, there's a little bit more involved. Uh, you need someone who is a skilled landscaper to make it look right. Um, but and it, to keep it looking exactly, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, obviously, that's the one part that you have to consider is that because it's such a clean, linear, um, it's almost feng sway. It does require maintenance. So there is a honeydew list involved because you can't just let it go and let it be. You've got to go out there and make sure everything stays nice and clean and manicured. It does. It's a, it's a lot of blowing, sweeping, raking, uh, but done and done right. It, it is very, very handsome. I, I like taking my uh, desert museums and my uh, Texas Ebony's and my mesquites and using them as sculpture. Yes, because, yes. boy, when you – I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> but when you hire a professional to get in there and you tell them, I want this to be a piece of artwork. Right. And what they can do with it is astounding. Yes, it's amazing. I mean, truly, it's it's it, it's very minimal, minimalist, but it is very striking because each plant is a piece of art. And and they're they're positioned in a way with lighting and with 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 angles and designs and it's it's breathtaking and it, your whole front yard space becomes a masterpiece. The lighting really can change absolutely everything. And in the winter months, when it's dark for so long, you can really appreciate a well lit uh, yard. And boy, there's a lot of strategy to properly lighting a yard. Yeah, it's it's a shame because it's something that's overlooked in our valley. Um, in Phoenix, it's very important. I mean, obviously, we use our outdoor space at night more often than not. I mean, we have very, very hot months in Phoenix. And, you know, when you go outside, you're going to people spend an absorbent amount of money. I mean, from a reasonable amount of money to a very expensive yeah. uh, investment. And they don't light it. You want to light it up and and be able to see the beauty. And and light creates – you paint with light. 
So at night, there are certain fixtures, certain lamps, certain uh, 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 beam spreads and things like this that you can do where you can highlight the architecture of your home, highlight the, the different types of plants that actually make them come alive at night. There's even certain, believe it or not, colored lights where you would think, Oh, that's going to be a little cartoonish. It's not. There's yeah, done, colored lights. That, done with taste. It's Oh, handsome. my God. It's breathtaking. Yeah. And not only that, there are little critters that run around in our Phoenix Valley that we share this valley with. And having lights is very important when you have a senior or, or children to keep everything nice and lit so you don't saddle up next to Mr. Scorpion. Yeah. And one of the things, uh, a lot of times we'll just walk the Desert Botanical Garden, and it caught my eye maybe 10 years ago, and it was something that they called, or I, I later found out was referred to as moonbeam lighting, lights in the top of trees, little lights, not mm-hmm. big not big glare bombs, just little subtle lights pointing down, creating that fantastic shadow of the limbs on your walkway. And I, I fell instantly in love with that effect. I love that. Yeah, that's that's beautiful. And it's funny because what pe- most people don't realize is that there's two colors of light predominantly in landscape lighting. There's a warm color, which is more of the, what we see naturally in our home. But when you're doing the moonlight, it's more of a white color, like what's in a fluorescent lamps in a hospital, that whiter color. So when it's used properly in the way that you're describing, Rosie, it gives this white moonlight glow to a to your to your house and it's absolutely gorgeous. It is. I love it. So the the new linear is something that's kind of uh, I won't call it a fad, but it's a trend right now. Uh, it, it goes well with a lot of the mid-century, uh, moderns mm-hmm. that are being redone right now. It fits very well with those. Uh, the new uh, contemporary Spanish, it goes very well with that. Uh, but then, in, like I, I say, in my world, I like more of the natural, little less manicured look. And if there's a little creosote litter on the decomposed granite over here, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> uh, I, Jennifer would love African violets, but I haven't got into that. That's hard here they, in our they, valley. They, they <laughs> look really, inside. really good for about three weeks. And the rest of the time, they just look you like You mean a African weed. daisies. What did I say? Violets? Violets, yeah. yeah. African daisies. You're right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, there's there, there are several homes in our neighborhood that litter their yard with them. And right now, you that, that's a head turner. Yes. Go, wow, that's yes. great. But boy, when they're coming up, you think, I wish they'd get out there and weed that yard. <laughs> <laughs> And there's lots of other materials. I mean, if, if it's something that you like a little bit more of the desert, the natural look, there's flagstones and natural stones. We actually even have a stone that is uh, we can put on the driveway as a natural travertine, which is very, very unusual. Historically, travertine couldn't work for a driveway. Right. But now we have a very dense stone. And it is, you know, obviously you don't want to use too light of a product because of tire marks and things like that. But this is a more natural color to the to the landscape, a darker, kind of a more of a, not a really dark, but a medium brown. And we can do driveways with travertine. And that's gorgeous as well. If you're wanting your home to blend into your surroundings, there are you know, different types of hardscapes that can do that. And again, it, it can fit to anybody's taste. Well, we've been talking primarily about professionally installed designs. But folks, if you'd like to talk to Mariah about what does it take to lay pavers? What does it take to lay that dry stack retaining wall? Which I would tell you is the only right way to do a garden. 
Uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. But, folks, I've done it every way imaginable. I would never do an in-ground garden ever again. And I'll tell you why when we get back right after this. But it, you, it's 10 times the work. Uh, Mariah will talk us through setting that retaining wall up, getting the enhanced soil and the landscape and irrigation installed, and then you're not bending over as far, you're not fighting the weeds, and so many other things. Now, we've talked about traveling the galaxy today, and I'll tell you, it. we had the supermoon a couple weeks ago, driving down the road with that old Ford Raptor, uh, open the moonroof, and just soak it up i just love it it was absolutely gorgeous and i'll tell you well, if where'd that little dent in the front fender of that raptor come from uh i will <laughs> right hand on the bible <laughs> that happened while i was in a coma in the hospital so i have no uh, idea where that came somebody from. somebody <laughs> was out romping the raptor and daddy wasn't around somebody was romping the raptor <laughs> but folks if you're in the market for shopping for a new car get over to sanderson ford in glendale six days a week monday through saturday uh, 64 years they've been not only selling cars to you as if they were your neighbor and part of the family but they are a huge contributor to the community they're the kind of people you want to do business with and they want to do business with you at sanderson ford All right, let's eliminate you. This morning we're talking in particular about your curb appeal, uh, making that front yard the neighborhood head turner where people walk or drive by and say, wow, that's awesome. And we're here with Mariah Griffin from Marvell Masonry, who has had her own landscaping contracting company have installed many head-turning front yards. You're currently account executive at Marvell Masonry, uh, representing the Belgard Paver Lines, for one. Uh, and we're big fans of Belgard. Um, and once you get through the preliminaries, how, how do you start with a client? And, and if we've got a blank slate, a home on a blank lot, or a lot that's so far gone... It, it might as well be a blank. Where, where do you start talking these people through to get an idea of how do we space plan this landscape? I think, I mean, the best way, at least one, something that I've always done, is that when you first meet someone, you got to get inside of their mind and what they – everybody has a vision of what they want. And the most effective and efficient and successful you can be is if you can get inside their head. And, I mean, when I was in business, what I used to do is I would tell a client, you know, I want you – before I met with them – Personally, I would say I want you to find some photographs, yeah. find some some go through house or or uh, the different internet sites and start looking at pictures of pavers and different houses and driveways and get an idea of what you're looking for. And when you can lay out a couple of ideas, that then gives your landscaper an insight into the design that you're looking for, and it it saves time, but it also helps the designer 
move move right into your mind and into your style. You immediately get to feel, okay, does he want something linear or does he want something indigenous or, you know, exactly. some, some combination of both, whatever. Right, exactly. And that's, I mean, and then, you know, um, obviously there's, you know, looking at the house, most, you want to try to do the, give them the most that they can have. And I've had clients, you know, that have very tiny backyards and they're thinking, oh, we can't really do much. It's very tiny. And that is just couldn't be further from the truth. You can take a tiny space. I mean, let's think of the cities in the East Coast where their their outdoor space is very, very tiny. But (laughs) you you can make an amazing outdoor space in a limited amount of space. It's about just using the right products, laying them out the right way, lighting them up the right way. And it is... It's just a beautiful living room under the stars. Computer technology has made your and my job a lot easier. You're not old enough. But, I mean, when I started in the 70s, I would literally, in the back seat of my pickup truck, I would be carrying around 50 or 60 Phoenix Home and Garden magazines, Architectural Digest. I would have New Orleans Garden magazines, Atlanta magazines, Denver magazines. And if I showed up at someone's house and they didn't know what they wanted, we would just go out to the truck and I'd let them dig through my library of magazines and say, well, take these and just tear the pages out you like. And when I get back, we'll have an idea. Yep. But boy, with Hows and Pinterest, you can create your own file. You can go looking. Once you've identified one thing that you like, you're instantly hit with 20 others that are similar this has really helped us. Yes, it's an exciting time. I mean, it, there's there's so much information at our fingertips, but it can be dangerous as well because sometimes you you know you get a little bit too much information and you think that you you have all the answers and and truly relying on your landscaper and on the experts of our valley is I can't stress that enough to to get the dream that you want. You have to put yourself in the hands of a, a qualified professional, and they will make your dream come true. And the paver industry, as well as the computer industry, has traded has has changed our. I mean, we hardly there's there's a a new home going up in our neighborhood. They poured a concrete driveway. That's the first concrete driveway I've seen get poured in probably three or four years. Uh, pavers have changed the industry. We haven't paid. We haven't poured a concrete driveway. I know in at least ten years. At least. And concrete, it's, you know, there's just so many issues, whether it's cracking and, you know, a paver, if you think about. Yes, if you think (laughs) of boring, especially. But if you think about pavers, a paver is a field, pavers are a field of control joints. And the control joints are what's in. Uh, concrete driveway to prevent it from cracking but no matter what they all crack but worse than that imagine if something goes wrong on your property now you have to jackhammer and rip all of that out to fix what's below and redo it if you have pavers you simply take them up and fix what's below and drop them back in It, it couldn't be perfect more perfect and this is a perfect opportunity i tell people look i've laid pavers and i've done dry stack retaining walls there is no question the pavers are much harder. Done and done right. I mean, you want someone that's a professional. You want someone that's ICPI certified. You Absolutely. want somebody that's laid a ton of them because, boy, there's nothing worse than a bad paver job that starts rolling on you and separating on you and all that work, and we got to do it again. Mm-hmm. You're going to pay even more then. (laughs) Oh, mercy. So if you're contemplating that, proceed with caution. The paver work is beautiful. But uh, doing it yourself for the first time, 
try a little area like where you're going to put the trash can out at the curb and make sure you can get that right because there's very, very specific steps and very specific material you must use. When we get back, I want to talk about these raised gardens. That sounds good. That's nice. It goes well with the raindrops falling on the rooftop. Beautiful Saturday morning. Speaking of raindrops falling on the roof, I saw an interview with Sweet Baby James Taylor, and he had a quote in there that hit me like a ton of rocks. He said, Today's pace of life is so consumed by distractions, it deprives us of the time needed to reflect and meditate on deeper things. And I was singed to the, to, the, to the marrow of my bones thinking, guilty, absolutely guilty. So we're here this morning. If you'd like to think and meditate on a pair of Suns tickets, let's go ahead okay. and get those All away right. before we okay. run out of time. We'll make it easy. If you would like to go, just text Suns to 411923. We'll pick a random texter between now and the end of the programming segment. Our winner from last hour got the answer correctly. Uh, aquaponics is a combination of the two words aquaculture and hydroponics. And the last four digits of that number were 4673. Congratulations. And they won Coyote tickets yes. to the hockey game. And now you're giving away Suns tickets. Yes. All right. I told uh, on, you, we, we, they loaded us up this week. On the tickets, I couldn't see them. You said it was a Florida team. Was there a lightning bolt on the ticket? I couldn't tell. It was a Panther. Oh, it was a Panther. Oh, okay. There you go. Right. But that was for hockey. Okay. Got it. <laughs> well, we're trying to eliminate y'all's distractions so y'all can take more time to meditate on the deeper things and one of the ways you can accomplish that is with a great environment inviting outdoor environment um, we've had a garden for about 20 years and i've always looked out the kitchen window and it was like a work project and so i ignored it and with Life slowing down the way it has in the past 14 months for me. Now I look out the kitchen window and I look at the garden and I run out there and I check on my tomatoes and I check on my bell peppers and I check on my arugula and I spend a few minutes weeding here and there. And I'm, I, I have a completely different feeling about my garden than I used to because I'm giving it the time that it deserves and I'm really enjoying it. But I would never, ever do another in-ground garden. It's 15 by 30. Uh, we have gophers. So first thing I did was get a ditch witch, uh, dig two feet deep, pour a concrete foundation, laid a masonry block wall up two feet high, keep the rabbits out. Uh, then I had to keep the dogs out. So I put in a steel uh, framework and welded hog wire to that. So my garden, you could mistake it for a plant prison. <laughs> <laughs> but, and, and then I've got a new puppy, and he found a way to get in. And so now I've even had to double up my reinforcements to keep him out. But I do enjoy going out there. But 
these raised planters and these raised dry what dry stack retaining walls um those are one of those ideas that you just have to hit yourself in the head and say i wish i'd have thought of that yeah and no mortar yep they're so beautiful they come in different colors to complement your your hardscape um, they they fit together perfectly. They have pins, and there there's different widths and different styles. Whether or not you just want a simple planter wall, nice simple planter, or a little little common wall, or you're looking for an actual retaining wall. I mean, some of them you could. I mean, full on retaining eight feet high. I mean, a, whatever. A dot uses them on the freeway. Exactly, <laughs> and they're absolutely gorgeous. There's a lot of different finishes and different looks to fit everything. Whether or not if you're going for something very clean and modern there's there's the walls that can accommodate that or, or complement it or if you're doing something that's more natural western or or in natural to our environment there's some that match that they're just the perfect solution they really are and i tell people look let's just take a piece of geotech material the size of the garden you want and let's just move it around the yard till we get the right exposure the right amount of sunlight uh, the right layout for how you're going to use the rest of the yard and decide where this is going to go. Let's keep the geotech down on top of the soil, and we're going to build the retaining walls around that. So you're never going to have any of the weed problem. As a matter of fact, if you could put some expanded metal lath down there, uh, you're never going to have the gopher problem coming up through the top. Lay your dry stack retaining wall three foot tall. Throw in two feet of fully manicured, prepared garden soil put in a very easy to install irrigation system and then you've got a garden where you're not going to be fighting the weeds you're not going to have to be getting down on your hands and knees Romy your raised uh, planter gardens they're they're four feet tall you garden standing straight up <laughs> quite convenient it really is and fast yeah you you get you can and rabbit through. and rabbit free <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a rabbit climb a four-foot wall before <laughs> But 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 the way you have yours set up are very nice. But a nice three-foot dry stack retaining wall. Those, Belgard has some great demo videos on there on how to do it. Absolutely. I would say definitely as a do-it-yourselfer who's going to try and tackle some of this landscaping themselves, watch a couple of the videos and tackle the retaining wall before you try and tackle pavers. Because I, I can't emphasize enough, the pavers are... Heck on your knees, they're murder on your back, and and unless you really have the experience of keeping things level, like a, a concrete slab or something, you're gonna fight it. It's a big, big fight, and you've got to put in the gravel, then you've got to put in the sand, and you've got not too much sand. It's it's a little bit tricky. Uh, I leave the paver work up to the experts. Yeah. But I have dry stacked a few planter walls. Yeah, and they're 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 actually a perfect project for a DIY and and not only that, you also have uh, uh fire pit kits. Uh there are fireplace kits that literally they bring them right out and it's it's things that homeowners can do themselves and create an amazing outdoor environment and Belgard has made these things just easy peasy already just Put it together, and, and there you go. And you're here representing Marvell Mason, which has multiple locations throughout Arizona. And they're all open, not only for the wholesale, for the contractors. Absolutely. But for the walk-in homeowners to try and get that second level of exposure to the material, hands-on, touch it, feel it, as well as, well, this is how you do it. Yeah, to, to, 
to help people come in and, and choose the different types of products. There's a lot of things out there. And, you know, uh, you come to our stores. We're there to help. We're there to show you different products and walk you around. And, and there's just – there's the sky's the limit. And then also – to guide you to find maybe the proper landscaper in your area, um, you should always get a, a, a few, have a few contractors look at your project. And that way, not only for price, because there's more to life than price. You don't want to get what you pay for, but you want to you want to pay for the right contractor to help you. But sometimes you need to find the right contractor to mesh this with right. what you want in your style. But we refer and we can we can recommend different contractors at Marvell. We're here to help homeowners, um, and you know that's uh, we're we're I always say that we're the DIY specialists. And you can go to RosieOnTheHouse.com, look up Patio Outdoor Living uh, Reference Guide, and get the Marvell locations. Oh, they got them all over the place, and it's one of my favorite places to go and it's not we're talking curb appeal today and we've primarily been talking about uh landscape and hardscapes but one of the projects after our window replacement gets done on the house we're going to put a brick veneer three feet up the to to really finish that ranch style look of the home and we've already got it picked out i mean that was hard because (laughs) the amount of brick veneers selection and then not just from this manufacturer, but then you had like four different manufacturers that you worked with and they all had 30 options. Yes. I mean, narrowing that down, that was a seriously hard task for us because there were so many great looks. Um, and the, there, there's that, that just beautiful Chicago red brick, but I'm like, that doesn't really fit. And then with, with what we were doing and then like, I mean, it, it, it we, we narrowed it down to six, and we changed our mind 12 times. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the, yeah, there's a lot of options. It's, uh, you know, you have to, you just have to be patient. You don't want to get overwhelmed. And again, at, at, uh, at Marvell, we were there to help. And taking pieces home, as you did, that's a brilliant idea. I always tell homeowners, take it with you. Go live with it. See it in the daylight and the night and and all the different types of lighting. Check it against your roof tiles and your rock and your landscape and see what's going to match best. And as you start to narrow it down, then there's also manufacturers that are more local or that Marvell has in stock that we keep on the ground because of its popularity. And so that helps as well. You don't have to wait a long time for your products. Sometimes you find the right thing, though, and it's it's worth the wait. It is. And back to retainer gardens real quick. You'd mentioned fireplaces, and that's one thing I would change on, uh, and, and I eventually will. But our retainer gardens are in rectangle. Have you seen the keyhole gardens? This is cool. So It it's, is. It's, you picture a perfectly round circle, and then picture like a keyhole at the bottom. You've got an area that's cut in and a center in the middle. So when you walk in, you garden in a... You know, not quite 360, but let's say 300 degrees because that 60 degrees is open to walk in and out. So you're perfectly centered walking, you know, and you just go left to right and boom, it's done. So no no walking around the exterior. You walk into the center of the garden and you could have one keyhole garden for herbs and then one for tomatoes and then one for... uh, And it's maximizing the space and getting the most out of it. Oh, yeah. It's that's that's also again. There's so many different designs and so many new things that that's 
you know, you need to look. You need to go out and, and spend a little time, educate yourself, find pictures, drive around the valley and get ideas. And then, I mean, this is a place that you're going to create for you want your dream environment. And you need to take a little time, figure out what you want, and then you create a beautiful outdoor space. We're here with Mariah Griffin of Marvel Border Marvell. And they've got multiple locations all through the state of Arizona. They've got Border Marvell, Tucson. They've got Border Flagstaff. Multiple locations all through the valley. They're there. They're a great resource for homeowners to get in and take a look at the materials we're talking about right now and get an idea of what's involved to get that project designed, the material delivered, and professionally installed. That's what we're here this morning to talk to you about. If you have a question about any of this, feel free to give us a ring and join the conversation at one 767 4348 I'm going to want to come back and talk about um, maybe some... You, we've got two ladies in here, Mariah and Tony, and two ladies in the construction industry. I want to talk about that a little bit when we get back, okay? Yes, absolutely. All right. Doing what we can to help you transform your outdoor environment to that inviting habitat that begs for you to get home and just sit out there and enjoy it. Mariah Griffin from Marvell Masonry. Appreciate you joining us here today and sharing with us your expertise. Um, I'm always curious. We need more women in the construction industry. We really do. I mean, I would hire female superintendents. Everyone I could find, I would hire them. Um, how did you get into the trades as, as almost a stonemason, as I understand it? Yes. Um, you know, I grew up in Las Vegas. And in Las Vegas, obviously, we've always – they've been under construction for many, 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 <laughs> many, 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 many years. And so all my – as I was growing up in life, I was always on construction sites, always around construction. I started my first working jobs with construction. Then I ended up going to college and doing marketing. And I planned on being a marketer. Okay. But in my heart and soul, it was just, it had gotten in my blood, gotten in my soul. And even though I had a great position with a Fortune 500 company, I left and came back to construction. And I just love it. It's in my heart and soul. And and it's it's a great career for a woman. And I think that's a secret. It's a very, very big secret. Women compliment Men, obviously, we, we get married, we have great relationships, we compliment men in the construction world. Um, we can help with designs and styles and organizing and, and making sure that everything goes smoothly, just like in, in, in your home with the, with the man and the wife. And there's no shortages on opportunities. Oh. Everybody's looking for skilled labor right now. And um, I was just talking to Kowalski Construction yesterday, I was talking to Jim, and he's he said we, we, we could put 10 more guys on tomorrow oh, if yeah. we could find the qualified people. Um, and, and with the industry going the direction it's going, housing going the way it's going, the labor shortage going the way it's going, for an educated, experienced, dedicated to excellent person, 
it is going to be an incredible career. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, a lot of people left the industry in the great crash. Um, and I, I, I say to them now, come back. I mean, it is it. There is so much opportunity. I mean, we're looking for people at Marvell, um, you know, and it's a great place to start. You come and work at a company like Marvell. You learn about the products, learn about the industry, and there is so many contractors desperately looking for good, good people. And and the career path, the sky's the limit. Not only do I hear from our contractors, and virtually, if you go to RosieOnNouse.com. And look at our list of certified contractors statewide. I don't know of one of them that isn't hiring right now. They're all hiring. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I get a lot of phone calls at the office. Okay, Rosie, I've got a, a nephew graduated high school. Uh, not sure he wants to go to college. He's he's dabbled uh, in uh, electrical. Uh, do you have somebody that would hire myself? You bet I do. Absolutely. You know, I get lots of calls from parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. They're not sure they're ready to enter the scholastic career of a college education, and they just want to see what it's like. Uh, I had a nephew just two weeks ago had some interest in air conditioning, and I said, "Well, go into home energy audits. That's going to be the future. It's the science of building." as well as the craft of building anymore. Absolutely. And the more the science you learn, the better position you're going to be in. And mentor. I mean, they're, they're out there to mentor you. If you're young and you've just trying to embark on your future, uh, you go out there and they, these companies will take you in and will work with you. And even Marvell, we will give you a very, you know, a, a part-time schedule, bring you in, help you understand the industry to where you, you know, when you're young, it's hard to find what, what you're looking for. And me personally, I love, truly love what I do. And that's a, a blessing from God. And if you can find that, you're going to have a very, very good life. So if you just got out of college, you're not sure what you want to do, come over here to construction. All of us on all walks, all levels of construction will help you. And it would, you know, it, it, it helps you not only if you decide not to get into construction, it teaches you about business because everything happens in our industry. Absolutely. And if somebody was interested in career opportunities at, at Border Marvell, they could go to our website and apply or come into any of our stores and just let us know you're interested in joining our family and our team. And, and we'd love to have you. Do you have breath? Do you have temperature? Do you have pulse? And do you have a desire to learn? That's right. <laughs> Boom! You got a job. Yep, that's right. <laughs> add, work, add, add work ethic in there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you yeah. have to have work ethic. Uh, how soon are you available? Absolutely. Well, the, the labor shortage will continue. The trained labor shortage in particular will continue for a long time. And if you love the art of creating things, and uh, Mariah, you and I talked on the phone a little bit yesterday, I still get tickled to death driving through Paradise Valley or Carefree or Arcadia and see a job I built 20 years ago and just say, man, that still looks good. You know, I, I, I had a hand in that. And it's, it's, that's one of the things that I love about, my, about what I do is that as much as it sounds kind of silly to me, the fact that the jobs that I touch are going to be here probably after I'm gone, maybe not forever, but I, I put my little print on the earth and I'm so proud when I meet with my contractors and we finished a product project, I'm beaming because it's my little contribution. I mean, truly, people in construction, they build our world, and that's a noble profession.
It is. It really is. And, and, and for those of you that enjoy creating things with your hands, love being outside. You were talking about being employed by a Fortune 100 company. I mean, some of the people I've remodeled for are national celebrities, mm -hmm. professional athletes, uh, people I would have never had the opportunity to meet if they didn't want to remodel their bathroom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you get to know them on a real personal level in that environment. Mariah, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Rosie, for having me. All righty. We're here for another hour talking about your house, your home, your castle, or your cabin right here at Rosie on the House.